This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is Awful and Awesome Entertainment Rap episode 44 and this is Rajeshri Sen and this is Abhinandan Sekri. Good morning. And good afternoon and good evening. <laughs> So we have a lot of good stuff for a change, and uh, some really dodgy stuff as well. And some that gets me curious, and I would like your view on it as a woman, because maybe I'm reacting as a man. <laughs> okay, then. So, what should we start with? We should start with just telling our listeners what we will be discussing. So we have the following we have a fantastic documentary it's a political documentary it's a Netflix original which blew me away and I watched the whole thing so all you haters who tell me I don't watch stuff <laughs> I spent about 8 hours watching stuff this week you're very dedicated yes uh, we have a trailer of a film starring a superstar the first uh, woman who carries a film by herself in the last i guess 6 8 years which i think is a bit getting on my nerves and steeped in controversy yes then a film review of one of the smaller films that opened this week then there was srk's ted talk ted talk which everyone's raving about there's the gay scene from american gods which is uh, being spoken about a lot there are lots of uh, sex scenes though in american gods then there's the indian air force recruitment ad for women correct and uh, and of course there's always sunny leone because we always remember her but let's start off with a brief comment on justin bieber's concert which also was the pop culture highlight of the week did you go rajshree sen no but i heard that uh, the tickets were up to 75000 okay which uh, i feel it's still affordable it's not too bad and well, if you're I, a zamindar from bengal maybe for an axel like me that's we take the money from your axel only na okay. then we go so uh, justin bieber came to india but before he reached india first of all it's impressive that he actually reached india because last few big people who are supposed to come never reached like jerry seinfeld everyone was re- ready and waiting and Uh, even Jerry was ready and waiting and he was sent back home basically so Justin actually reached but before he reached he had a list of demands which is now normal for celebrities Mariah Carey likes everything to be sparkling white so Justin Bieber had a request such as the dressing room will be entirely draped with white curtains a large glass door refrigerator clothing shelves eight power outlets 12 white handkerchiefs and uh he had a mix of foods also and everyone was really outraged by this there was a lot of there was a flurry of articles which came out which i didn't really understand what the shock was well reasonable demands i think that's fine if you can get it why not and he's But a celebrity to the concert hmm. I didn't go for a concert. Have you ever attended any concert by the way Rajesh? Yeah, I have the one with Sting, the one where Sting sat with Shamak Davar. I I've attended two concerts in my life. One hmm. is this one, um Sting and Michael. Uh, and one is Prince in <gasps> You're that in, old. Oh, yes. Uh so I watched a Prince concert this was in London. Concerts are generally I find with due respect to all the people who went when go to concerts hmm. even at the prime of my youth. Yeah, I used to listen to two or three songs, and then I used to go sit at the back, and I told my friends, "When you're over, just wake me up, and we'll go." Like, why the fuck would you stand for like yeah, three so hours and listen? Yeah, so this is something like, I don't understand. I don't get concerts, so we shouldn't talk about those because the people, the young like Amar Singh, 
Amar Singh was Gauri there Khan. and he was really the- dressed for the occasion. Did you see those pictures? There was Malaika wearing a gown for some reason because that's what you should wear. There was Bipasha dressed like shorts or something. And then there was Amar Singh dressed like he is going for a shadi. Anyway, so we missed that. Those of you who went, the reports were it was a terribly organized <laughs> concert. And he lip synced. Did people expect him to sing himself? Now the trailer of a film called Simran, um, starring Kangana Ranaut. Is out. It's Hansal Mehta's new film. And so Hansal Mehta is important because? He made Aligarh. Okay. And he's made some other really good films as well. And he is not a commercial, commercial director. He's sort of what Vishal Bhardwaj was in the, his early days. Mm-hmm. Now he's more commercial. So uh, this is, uh, the trailer's quite nice. It's about uh, Kangna in alone in America. And she's being bubbly as we say bubbly and independent so I would like to disagree with you I think the trailer is if I were if I was making a project and not a film Mm -hmm. we discussed last time what's the difference in a film and a project a project is a commercially viable proposition because you have a good star you have the trend for me this trailer is queen um, that uh, Tanu Vets Manu Tanu Vets Manu yeah, Gaan, it Tanu Vets Manu 2 and 2-3 of other films if you make a montage of those trailers you'll come with this trailer yeah so it's but I just the feel... shadi dance Ha-ha. the whole boy look the whole I'm so cool look oh I'm so clumsy look it's just a montage of all her films put together and it's her in a way playing herself in the sense that Anushka Sharma also got slotted into that same kind of role after Ban Baja Bharat, uh, one right. by one, she used to, Bharat. all the films used to <laughs> hmm. be like that. Now, the important thing about um, Simran isn't uh, that the trailer is good or bad. It's about the fact that Kangna has been in the news for speaking out against nepotism and uh, against this little uh, inner circle that Karan Johar and all have. Now, this film's writer was who claims he was the writer of the film till recent interviews, Apurva Asrani, who has also written Aligarh. He's the writer of Aligarh and he is also one of the co-writers of Shahid. He has now posted on Facebook, on his own page, that because when you see the uh, film trailer, you see that the screenplay credit has been given, additional screenplay credit has been given to Kangna. His name comes after Kangna. According to him, this is a lie. It's as simple as that. He's not saying that there's some confusion. He said, this is an outright lie. I developed the script. I came up with a one-line screenplay, which was given to her. She really liked the script. And then I have developed some seven drafts of the script. And each time he said they'd go for their shoot, they'd come back. There are points where she has definitely uh, improvised. improvised her dialogues but and so on. But she's not the script writer. But she's not the script writer. And Kangna, before this entire thing... Uh, sort of blew up before he posted on his Facebook page, had already given an interview and she gave a, she did a Facebook live chat, which is what he saw and along with the credits and he spoke out about it, where she claimed that I came up with the concept and I have developed this screenplay. Now going by, if you read Apurva Asrani's post, 
there seems to be of course he's a writer so he write well but there seems to be quite a bit of it seems earnest and honest going by the fact that he has scripted very good films before and he's edited he's also film editor he has good films behind him it's not like someone who's written uh, tashan saying that i've also scripted i don't know queens here and kangna has never scripted anything so i don't know i tend to believe what he's saying i don't know what do you feel well i think what a star wants a star gets and if your project is being kept up by one pillar mm. what that pillar wants that pillar will get at the same time i don't think one can conclusively say one way yeah. or the other but script writers are shafted in life regularly such is life for the script writer moving on to meri pyari bindu a film which uh, i thought had tremendous potential it wasn't a film actually it was a good idea mm. with four good characters and the writer director must have thought chalo isko film bana dete hain chahe kahani hai ki nahi kheench kheench ke it the first 15 minutes i must admit i really enjoyed i think uh, ayushman khurana is a really good actor and he picks really great films there's something really likable about him but the film i i could have like hit someone by the end of it yes which is why i moved very far away from the seat that you were at but uh, so it's directed by akshay roy it's written by a bengali also shupratim shen gupta uh in that case it must have been an amazing it's film it's a fabulous like satyajit ray on your mirror ki bhalo ki bhalo you learn some bengali after watching that yeah fuck so how could you not it's fucking 8 hours long how long so was it it was one hour 58 minutes really? really happy it's it seemed like a week no it seemed very long so the concept is really good it's a relationship charted through the songs that were so they make a mixed no the concept is shit sorry listen to me i'm more of a romantic so just pay attention to me so the concept is of a couple who makes a mixtape to chart the journey of their relationship so on paper it would sound good i suppose in that two lines but if if it's set in bengali and directed or written by someone called bibde or roy or khoy roy has done but you did say that it was cast very well it was brilliantly cast so they had so and they had taken the trouble to actually cast bengali actors as bengalis i think all the supporting cast was yeah just fucking brilliant even the father was good yeah, yeah. all the supporting cast yeah the lead actor was great Excellent. this pariniti girl was <gasps> terrible pariniti girl she was so bad that Ito it was uncle has phenomenal <laughs> uh bachche talking of nepotism she is mm-hmm. apparently priyanka chopra's cousin yeah yeah and that role still could have you know she could have done something with but all in all uh guys you know if you have a good idea it's exciting even when i have a good idea it's exciting but until it's a film don't make it a film keep it as an idea no but i have to say the things which i liked about it were calcutta as usual when film bollywood makes films in calcutta calcutta looks like it's been washed clean so mm. it doesn't look dirty nothing the kali pilis are also like shiny and moving more importantly so uh, cal looks lovely the last time i saw it looking this nice not that barfi film was rubbish it looked like a painting but uh, yuva which you haven't watched i think mani ratnam's yuva was 
like it made Cal look lovely. And the people are excellently shown also. The banter is sort of like Piku. So the uh, parents banter, then the way the neighbors talk to each other. But the film is quite terrible. And it is very sad. <laughs> because last week, then if reviews are to believe, Sarkar was terrible. This one was terrible. Even King Arthur's been trashed. So that's that. I think we really... Guys, if you want us to watch films... To yeah. review them, you got to pay us more for that. Yeah, like this is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I, I can't do this shit anymore. But there's one film which you have to watch before next, uh, before the next episode. Uh, the Chetan Bhagat's half girlfriend. So for that, we are taking even larger amounts of money for the so special trauma. Yeah, please subscribe to News Laundry. Because they are Although I will admit, I saw the show on Half Girlfriend on We The People. And uh, Chetan Bhagat is a really smart guy. There I can't no say the same that. for Shraddha Kapoor. I saw the No, but I thought there was show. one very interesting moment, which I don't know how many of you noticed. Hmm. Uh, the anchor Sarah Jacob asked hmm. a question to Chetan Bhagat, hmm. which obviously Arjun Kapoor didn't understand. Huh. It was about that this one line that you know that even you played to stereotype that huh. when he really gets angry and yeah. he does a deity to deny to cutly or something like that that he to express crude hmm. it's an English film but that one line so so Arjun Kapoor didn't understand the question but he insisted on answering it so it was clear that Chetan Bhagat understood the question and he wanted to give a very rational answer hmm. but he wasn't letting Chetan Bhagat talk and the if there's something that one can learn from that show is from the conference with which this boy talks. Arjun. Yes. And the phenomenal shit he talks with such full confidence, he is the next Sohail Seth, in my view. So I have to say it was And a poor Chetan finally had to let him talk and he said, he's my, my spokesperson. Person. So because he just wouldn't let him answer the question, although it was clear he hasn't even understood the question. So I watched the show, most of it on mute, because it's unbearable to hear... Arjun Kapoor and Shraddha Kapoor be on a news channel. She hardly spoke, so yeah, let's not be unfair are, to her. But oh, when I was quite she's, impressed with her. Okay, I wasn't because she said it's not and she had practiced this line because she said it in another interview also that uh, it's not what language you speak in, it's what you say. Now the thing is, if I don't understand what you are saying, the language, I will not know what you say, right? So it makes no sense. What? So she thought about it. She spoke four sentences. This was one of the sentences. But what I have to say is very sad is that if NDTV is going to do film promotions in the name of debates, and right after that, Chetan Bhagat after that said, <laughs> tweeted, first on NDTV, We the People, then on Kapil Sharma's show. Like, dude, don't poop on the show you've gone on. So that was a little sad because it's not a pop culture debate. Hmm. Although I will say, um, I was very impressed with Shraddha <gasps> that when um, the anchor said um, there were, you know, stars of yesteryears who spoke Hindi as well as they did hmm. English. And she said, Amitabh Bachchan and Rajesh Khanna. Hmm. And Shraddha said, and my father. And I think, you know, I belong to the generation where Ow was a war cry which like, Transcended language. It, yeah, it was just, I mean, to, for her to be confident and not hmm. embarrassed and put her dad there with Amitabh Bachchan and Rajesh Khanna, I thought was Kabili Tarif. So but I was she impressed. always does that. I, I have to say. Cool. She always does that about her father. But then she's his child. Speaking of Bollywood, I just want to comment briefly on this tweet of Twinkle Khanna, which has been 
retweeted 2860 times and got 9003 likes as i'm mm. watching it was someone india explained tweeted kind of cute how twinkle khanna writes progressive fluff pieces in ty while akshay dances with pogrom modi indian elites in a nutshell she replied to the tweet saying better than a regressive tweet like this that calls progressive pieces fluff and believes that marriage means sharing the same ideologies now i don't want to the politics of either india explained or anything now i just have a problem with the second half of her tweet i don't want to talk about her pieces um, whether they're good or bad or whether akshay kumar is towing modi's line or doing anything to you know push his agenda i'm just talking about regressive tweet like this that calls progressive pieces fluff and believes that marriage means sharing the same ideologies here i think marriage does mean sharing the same ideologies which is why i found the marriage between a uh, republican governor um, arnold schwarzenegger and his wife who was maria schreiber uh, 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 maria democrat from a family was just a celebrity marriage because ideology means value systems mm. ideology isn't i like my wall pink you like it yellow it isn't i like you know fried bengan ka bharta and someone likes bhindi ki sabzi an ideology is deeper than that it is based on basic values mm. if your values differ i'm sorry i don't understand how people can stay married so i think this is a very clever sounding tweet yeah but if you just scratch the surface i completely disagree with it and if you are married and you don't have the same ideologies and for me ideology means value system oh, and similar, not similar at least it can't be so yeah it can't be yeah so um Dif- yeah different. so i think you know dude just cuz you say something clever and in the in the garb of empowerment anything a woman says is clapped we are going to the ridiculous zone and i'd also like to plug here the ad before this meri pyari bindu played it was a oh. eyewear sunny leone sunny leone is the uh, brand ambassador for that and she does this monologue don't fall for twitter this thing don't judge people don't comment on people and how they look but comment on their work now you know i'm all for her i think she's really cool i think what she did to bupen chobe was delicious and i like that she's reinvented herself yeah in i think she is managed. a phenomenal success story i think mm. there's but you know don't don't make the whole concept of empowerment and political correctness ridiculous by saying don't comment on how I, if you have been a porn star it's fine to be a porn star i am reacting to how you look and yeah. she's an actress who's not an uh, actress so, on uh, like uh, parallels in a you know it's got to a stage ki ab kuch bhi bak do as long as it sounds good it can mean nonsense and the two cases being someone and i'm not saying this in a derogatory manner hmm. you know a very successful porn star saying don't comment on how i look then on but on my work but if your work is that what do i comment yeah. on like it's 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 like arnold saying you know at his peak of miss universe don't go by how i look dude i'm not going to go by your skillet talking yeah, yeah. your your like you're the worst actor in the world like you're worse than salman khan but you are fucking you have the best body humankind has ever seen you're the best specimen of the male no i also feel so this is not related to sunny it's re- related to twinkle khanna that uh, whatever she says there's sort of this reverse i wouldn't even call it uh, it doesn't fit into reverse snobbery but it's the fact that an an actress is being able to string english sentences together and write a column seems so such a like you know earth shattering thing that whatever she writes her first few columns were good and i read her i have read all her columns till around a month or so back it is the thing the shock value that oh my god an actress has written a piece 
it's very bizarre. So when she tweets also, it's the same thing. It's like, oh my God, Twinkle Khanna has written that she doesn't believe in her husband's uh, point of view. So it's that, it's a very weird way of uh, supporting celebrities who seem to be able to think and speak. Moving on, celebrities, think and speak. Shah Rukh Khan's TED Talk. Rajshri Sen, what did you think of it? So before I heard the TED Talk, which he gave in Vancouver, he was called to, uh, he was invited to make this TED Talk in Vancouver on thoughts on humanity, fame and love. I read many articles on how wonderful it was. Like it is Shah Rukh at his witty best, this everyone should hear this TED Talk and all. So I also sat down, I am very gullible, so I also sat down to listen to this TED Talk. Now, I personally think that Shah Rukh is one of our most intelligent and eloquent actors. But what a disappointing talk this was. So it started off well. He had some funny, like two or three anecdotes about his son and uh, whatever the new ones, Aryan or whatever, uh, being the love child of his uh, first son. And then he had a nice anecdote about his father dying. Like it was sentimental stuff said with the right amount of humor. But for 17 minutes... It was, those were few and far between. Hmm. Uh, I uh, really liked the first 14 minutes. <sighs> I think the last three minutes, he just kind of, I think th- trying to sound profound fucked it up because yeah. don't, I mean, then you sound like Deepak Chopra or hmm. Sadhguru or Sri Sri. You know, you say something like consciousness is a stringing of the ice together through a so, reality yeah. on a mystic plane that you observe of a friend while love flows through your <laughs> veins. Like, what the fuck does that so mean? I feel you're being so. kind saying this was only in the last few minutes. Throughout, I felt he peppered it with these, like... No, wisdoms. I think in the end he tried to make it like a circle. But huh. you know, I am not a fan of many people. Hmm. But I'm a huge fan of Shah Rukh Khan. I think what he has achieved... Hmm. It's so difficult that most people would not have an idea of just how difficult it is. And, hmm. you know, I have worked in the film industry for a year. Yeah. I was an assistant director. I was... It is... You're even in Monsoon Wedding. I'm even in, in Monsoon. In frame. Yeah. You know, if there is something that is more cutthroat and competitive than politics, it's showbiz. It is so difficult without... And so... And why I really uh, have a lot of respect for Shah Rukh Khan Hmm. and his politics, or at least I'll just come to how inevitably stardom leads to being unhinged. You can't help that. That's part of the package. You cannot remain grounded. It's Hmm. not possible. But within that context, what he has managed to achieve, you know, when he took on Amar Singh and Amitabh Bachchan at their peak, uh, when I was an assistant director on a film called Philhal, we used to record at this, uh, that time the sound rec- uh, studio every day hmm. spectral harmony I don't know if it okay. still exists hmm. so sare gaane spectral harmony mein record honge so it had this big lobby area okay and i used to t- basically an ad means you just do a lot of time waiting you're waiting for the star Haan. you're waiting for makeup so i always carry a book ki bhai din mein you were well read dil mein char panch ghante to wait hi karna hai hmm. to chalo kitab hi padh lete hain hmm. so i was sitting in this lobby uh, with anuji anu malik was a uh-huh. film director and suddenly the whole lobby got up like, you know, like when Hitler walks in, crack, like hmm. clicks. So I t- looked around, I said, Kiki hoya, ki hoya. And Amitabh Bachchan, I just walked in because he wanted to hear whatever, okay. something. Everyone stood up as he crossed the lobby. Hmm. Then he ran sat down. Did he then acknowledge after two, Yeah, he kind Haan. of just okay. nodded. Haan. Then as soon as he walked out again, again, everyone stood up. Hmm. Went, now, I was like, should I stand up? Should I? Like, if I don't stand up, they'll say, you're big, you're big, you're big, you're big, you're big, you're If I stand up, I'll say, like, what the fuck am I, am I in school? That hmm. good morning teacher, like, he's not even looking at who's standing up. Yeah. 
you know everyone's a god in that industry to challenge that man publicly yeah which none of the salmans amirs they will always chato whoever is most successful whether it's modi whether it is rahul whether mm. it is amitabh bachchan so what um, sharukh achieved is close to impossible uh, and the fact that he achieved that and was willing to risk it by challenging someone who is considered a god is for me something i have never seen in my lifetime being done in showbiz so coming to the ted talk yeah. i just thought uh, no no one can deliver a ted talk other than amitabh bachchan and sharukh khan the one thing that mr bachchan has yeah. is he is a better speaker than anyone else yeah and they can speak industry. extempo uh, he's phenomenal seen, yeah. he's in a different league only he and of his generation and sharukh khan like i can't imagine amir khan or a salman or a saif being yeah. able to talk for even 8 minutes let saif alone 20 maybe <laughs> okay <laughs> to your god but so i just and i think uh, the confidence with which uh Shahrukh can make fun of himself mm. about how he looks he looks yeah. like a wax statue because his face looks unreal no and he has that self deprecation thing down pat so yeah i i just i just think i i enjoyed the talk i recommend it you did it. enjoy yes, it okay then maybe i'm just very cynical but i thought it was just really hyped up and very average compared to when he's spoken before now uh, i'd like to talk about this documentary film called get me roger stone it's a netflix original it is simply phenomenal um it is starring roger stone i'll tell you who he is the directors are dylan bank daniel di mauro and morgan pehme i hope i pronounced those correctly he loves the game he has fun with it and he's very good at it i'm an agent provocateur political strategist controversial as you can get an incredible capacity for treachery win it all cost mentality when people think of washington corruption they think of roger stone those who say i have no soul those who say i have no principles are losers those are bitter losers this is about this guy roger stone those of you who are following the us election may have heard his name come up from time to time he was one of the first um, people to be fired from trump's campaign you know trump's campaign mm. they replaced the they replaced about four people till yeah. the end because each time he'd make some blooper a it is so brilliantly made i i wish there were it's budgets it's a film right it's, it's a documentary a, film yeah, yeah. okay this is about a guy when he was young he was part of richard nixon's team he his name also appeared in the watergate scandal uh so he started off really young as you know managing campaigns he became a lobbyist later he was an important person if you were to believe him hmm. uh, in Reagan uh, in Ronald Reagan's campaign now the point is in all such films there's a tendency of making the guy appear more important than he is because only then is he interesting hmm. and the film itself kind of says that that he gives himself he may have been the, in the periphery of world events hmm. but he kind of makes it seem like he was right there in the middle yeah so um you know it's it's that way you can be a little circumspect about how much of it is accurate what this shows is a how political campaigns mm. are managed and more importantly what is the base that the republicans mm. and especially trump who they speak to yeah. and i th- the similarity in indian politics is so much especially with trump and and you know the the base of the modi government mm. that those who consider themselves moderates or rational people mm. it would be interesting to see their reaction because they are clearly not the the people who trump or the modi government is actually targeting hmm. what they call base building and the messaging for base building is so base and i'm talking about base in the yeah. derogatory way that would you not be embarrassed being on that team 
and what is phenomenal is that we're in a world where as long as you're successful nothing matters no matter what you say no matter what you do it is a phenomenal film must watch and uh, there's a film a commercial film mm. which is out right now starring Jessica Chastain mm. called Miss Lone Mm. and miss lone is about the same world it she's a washington lobbyist and her name is elizabeth sloan in the film and it's about political lobbying and uh she she was just on giving interviews on graham norton and all on what a small percentage of women lobbyists in uh the states and how cutthroat it is and what a lucrative profession it is so that's another film which is out which should be coming to india very soon i think in another week or so it's coming so it's pretty much on the same it's washington lobbying so right. two things to look out for and speaking of netflix there's another show which has the new season is on netflix right now which is aziz ansari's master of none uh which is season 2 you've seen season 1 N- no so aziz ansari is a muslim who lives in who's been living in the states he's of indian origin but he's i think he's second generation american now and his first season was also excellent so they are these 25 minute episodes and they are about his life in the states as a uh, indian american as a muslim american as well and this one is brilliant he has an episode on religion which everyone should watch it's about how people of our age how we uh, address and um, sort of uh, react to religion and without wanting to upset our parents like you're religious but you're not as religious as your parents are so he's muslim so it's about him eating pork and his parents being most upset about it there's one episode which is absolutely spectacular called new york i love you which has none of the cast members of master of none it has different people in new york and it comes together in the last scene very beautifully done it's funny it's it comments on lots of things which are relevant today from politics to religion to racism but it's just really well done so i highly recommend watching it if you haven't and finally uh, there's a new indian air force recruitment advertisement out this there was the earlier one that you are my mother sleep well my father sleep well my brother mm-hmm. the new one is a girl pilot yeah Uh, 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 female ladies and what is the politically correct ladies we'll play pilot play the clip here ek ladki hu main dhamakon se darna meri fitrat hai patakhon se chhupna meri aadat hai is tez raftan mein kahin piche reh jaungi aasman ki unchaiyon se ghabra jaungi naukri ka wazan kahan utha paungi एक लड़की हूं ना हार मान जाऊंगी एक लड़की ही तो हूं वो लड़की जो घर बनाती है अब घर बचाएगी एंड इट इज बेसिकली शोइंग दैट नाउ यू नो द इंडियन एफर्स रिक्रूट्स वुमेन नाउ आई थिंक द वॉइस ओवर इज सपोज टू यू नो इट्स आइरोनिक दैट यू नो आई एम अ वुमेन सो आई हैव टू माय ड्रीम्स हैव टू बी शैटर्ड आई कांट डू एनीथिंग आई हैव टू बी अ होम मेकर हैव टू कुक फूड सो द बिल्ड अप इज दैट देयर विल बी अ ट्विस्ट एंड देन यू विल रियलाइज हाउ आइरोनिक It's supposed to be sarcastic, cannot, yeah. But but it doesn't come through. So in the end, you're one, left wondering that are they being sarcastic or? <laughs> like she says, I'm supposed to what? How can I succeed in life? I'm just a woman. I have to look after the house. 
but she's saying it yeah with, it's it's clear that yeah. the attempt is that there should be sarcasm but when you build up like this the twist at the end has to be very solid to to <laughs> like kind of smash all those cliches or all those um, you know uh, regressive ideas that have been articulated that kind of twist doesn't come it and it just kind of ends so you're like okay what happened <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to join the IFRS and do that or not? It's or are you going to be a housewife? Because I she's also saying that. So, it's good because it keeps us guessing. And before you give this week's question, I just have a mm-hmm. suggestion to our viewers. We were supposed to discuss it, but since we ran out of time, I just ask you to read this article. The link is below. It's from the Daily Beast. American Gods just aired TV's most explicit gay sex scene ever. Um, and there are a couple of interesting lines in this. But I was just uh, taken aback by what can go on regular huh. television uh, in the US. And in a world that is, you know, so globalized and it's so connected, I'm just wondering, will it snap apart before it comes together? So when you read this article and you figure the explicit nature of this gay sex scene that has made it on television in the US and therefore such articles find their way here. Yeah. People like you and I read them. And the expectation is that at some point a scene like that one can also air here. Mm. But even I would not be comfortable watching this with my nieces and nephews in the but same But it's not room. supposed to be with your nieces sure, it's and not. nephews. What I'm saying it's the fact an that adult. It's, yeah, but the fact that it's accessible there. You know, before the globalized world makes information and uh, different aesthetics and boundaries of liberalism more acceptable to each other. Hmm. I'm wondering if it will snap apart and two parallel worlds will exist because I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah, just read that article and, and think about how many people you know would be comfortable with watching that. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah, you're saying that it will be a total downfall of... So we've come to the end, but before we sign off, last week's question was, who was the non-binary actor to hand the award for Best Actor to Emma Watson at the MTV Awards? And the answer is Asia Kate Dillon. And the people who got it right were Yogeshwar, Kritika, Astha, Dhanesh, Arshad, Rahul, Hariharan and Samir. Palash, I'm very disappointed that you did not get this correct. You're disappointing us utterly right now. And this week's question, in 2005, Apurva Astrani, who is the person who has been like ousted from the scriptwriter position in Simran, he directed a music video for Sony Music's album Tere, Tera Mira Pyar. Who sang the title track? Let us know. Just so you think, just so you realize that we do research for our questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> and subscribe to News Laundry because we are starting a mental trauma fund for the various films that we have to watch, Hindi and otherwise. So please subscribe to News Laundry and. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Ms. Sen. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel.